We're talking this week about communication and how to help our children communicate. One of the great losses in our culture today, not in every home, but many, is the loss of grandparents in the community. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. We're on our second week of this topic, communication, because it is so important. And like you say, one of the losses are grandparents. Why? How does that tie in with communication? Well, first, let me back up to the first statement you made, how important communication is. It's amazing to me how many people will come for marriage counseling and know such little about each other. And they'll (laughs) sit there and he will be shocked that she feels this way. And he will be shocked that she thought that's what he meant. If they would just take the time to go somewhere, they would save themselves a lot of effort and a lot of money coming to see people like me. Mm-hmm. To just go and say, I don't understand you. It's obvious I don't understand you. I remember in our first three or four years of marriage, Rosemary wanted to go out to eat. I never understood why I'd go out to eat. She's a phenomenal cook. It's better food's better here. And she just wanted to go out. <laughs> and we were sitting at, uh, at a restaurant. If anything, to savor the cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better oh, yeah, yeah. But that didn't occur to me. <laughs> and we're sitting at a restaurant and we were talking about romantic movies and romantic things. It came out of my mouth. I said, You know, it's obvious to me, I have no idea what romantic means to you. I mean, should I unbutton my shirt and get a big gold medallion or what should I do? (laughs) And she's laughing and I'm laughing. She said, this is, this is communicating like this is romantic to Mm -hmm. me. Even asking me questions like this is Mm -hmm. romantic. It says you care Mm -hmm. and you want to know. But I, I'm going to give you the excuse. I grew up in a home, a single parent home. My mom died of cancer. So it's a dad and boys in the house. I mean, we didn't do a lot of bonding and touchy feely things. And, uh, (laughs) gold chains and open shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to change the color combinations here in the house. I mean, we never did that. We just all worked out together. Right. And I married a woman who was a phenomenal communicator, which was the rescue of me Mm -hmm. because I then could take the very next step and say, and really do the process of having my wife help me figure me out what's Mm -hmm. going on in here and why am I an angry person? I think it's so important that we teach our children to do it. And I think there is a huge loss in our culture that we've had for thousands of years. And that is the loss of the grandparent. Mm. For thousands of years, the grandparent lived in the community. And for thousands of those years, the grandparent lived in the house. And there's still some houses where that's awesome. I'm sure awkward and awesome, both. But it's wonderful where children, and you saw it, and this is the Waldens, I know this. But children get to go out and hang with Grandpa Walton while he's in the whatever that he did in the barn there making wooden things. And there's an opportunity to process, and it's another person investing. And I believe in this so much that this past year when I was offered a job in another state that even my son thought, this is the primo job for you, Dad. I can't believe you're not taking it. And he's saying, you know, I know I'm called forever to be at Sheridan House. Let me start with that. Let's say even if I wasn't. You know, both my kids here, Tori's got a baby. You're going to have babies. The ultimate thing I want to do is be a grandfather. Mm-hmm. So what what are you thinking? I think we're missing this, and I think kids are missing this, and I think kids are needing this, mm-hmm. this desperate, unconditional love that a grandparent brings to the table. I didn't know my dad's parents very much. But my mom's parents were your dad's come, parents in Spain or here? Well, my dad's father died real early in his life. He okay. lost his dad at, in the 20s. In, in Spain? His, yes. Uh-huh. And then his mother, I knew her until I was about 10, I think. And then she was in Spain okay, for sure. most of that time. I just remember she hugged me really hard. <laughs> and I, I didn't like her perfume. And she had really long nails. So I didn't. And she was a very strict, strong wow, woman. Wow, wow. Yeah, so. She's still alive? I hope not. Uh, no, okay, no. When she passed, I remember her then telling me she passed away. And I, 
I cried a little bit because I felt sad my grandma died, but I didn't know her. Now, my mom's parents were missionaries and they lived up north and they would come to our house. Our holiday was Christmas. They would come every Christmas and be with us. So we got to know them a little bit and they were sort of a routine every time they came down. But it was when they passed away for each one, I learned so many stories about them. They were missionaries in Mexico and they had stories of like mudslides and almost dying and all this. And I just remember being so sad because I wanted to hear the stories from them. The loss. They couldn't live out the stories again. I had to hear it from some third or fourth party, some cousin of a cousin who just found out about it and we Mm. all shared it. So I've always tried to get stories out of my parents too. My dad has an amazing life and just these crazy kooky stories that I'm trying to suck out of them just in case future kids will never know about them. Oh yeah, because I'm not this little island. There's something behind me. There's something that helped create Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely incredibly awesome. And the fun of a grandma who brings you over to make cookies, but really is listening and helping you there. We have a loss. But I do think that God has given us an alternative and prepared us more than ever. And I think that's called the church. I think the privilege of having the church be aunts and uncles, extended family and grandparents. And we really bit into that hard. Mm -hmm. It was a family in Fort Lauderdale, the Morris family and Lorraine Morris. We would spend Easter after church at her house with her whole family there. And we got adopted in. We've always had that. And the people at our church, my children had huge numbers of aunts and uncles that were from the church that would take them places and listen mm-hmm. to them and spend time with them. And, you know, Frank Taramo buying his new Miata convertible and pulling up. And, and Frank Taramo is five years older than me. He bought this Miata, pulled up, honked, and I thought he wanted to take me for right. It's brand new and he's looking for Roby. <laughs> looking for Roby because he's <laughs> part of, kid. no, he's part of Roby's Sunday school department. Okay. And he takes Roby around, around the block in his new Miata. It was hilarious. But when you've got that many people listening to you, mm-hmm. and you know, Rob Main guy, huge in my son's life, listening to you, then all of a sudden there's another person listening and from the church with the same spiritual perspective, and it begins to build a heritage. So this isn't just my dad. This is people after people after people. It's so incredibly valuable, and it's such a huge loss for so many kids today, not having those people investing in them. It's worth going after. Mm -hmm. And that's the church. And you have to be involved in the church enough to know these people because a lot of times we go in and out of church, we don't get to know people deep enough. And of course, we're not going to trust our children to go to their houses. And we wonder, okay, so are the churches and, you know, I'm not getting what you're saying out of church, Barnes. Well, if you're just there Sunday, you're not. Right. End of the day, done. You've got to decide where can I serve with my kids. Mm -hmm. I marvel at the number of men that come here with their kids to find various ways of serving, of helping the single mom events with their kids, you know, a father and a son and becoming part of this group of all of us here that are maniacs here working. Mm-hmm. We all, and we know their kids. Mm-hmm. I know Wyatt Gruntler who comes with his dad, Bill, mm-hmm. and playing with him. So what happens is we're building community within the city and the new community needs to be the church, but that also gives my child extra people to communicate with. We were laughing the other day. My son is a pastor, and there are six other pastors here in this town that grew up with him, and many of those used to spend the night at my house. And so we've got Rob Passienz at Coral Ridge and Ryan Brazenton at Rio Vista and Bill Letitia up at, I'm blanking on his church town, and Brad Schmidt and all these guys that all grew up together, all grew up in my home. I terrified these guys when they'd spend the night and doing different things when they were little. But they get it, and they're back, and they know that because I'm old, they can call me and come and hang. So it's a new community. 
community where I have the privilege of being, as these guys are all having babies now, being somewhat of a grandparent in the life of at least the parents. It's a missing element. It's an element that the church can fulfill, but we've got to be there, be there, be there, where a Sunday school teacher can become sort of a relative, and my friends can become sort of a relative. So that Tori's wedding had 710 people at it because those are the people that helped raise her in this community that that time called Sheridan Hills Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. They all just helped raise her. Our children desperately need to learn to talk to other people Mm -hmm. and learn to express themselves to other people Mm -hmm. and learn that other people are there to listen. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen anyplace else Mm -hmm. other than I think family and church. But I've got to be in a church that's amenable to that and Mm -hmm. then I've got to be there and be involved in it. Mm -hmm. And even aunts, uncles, cousins, I mean extended family is important. We sort of cage ourselves in sometimes. We don't know our neighbors. Mm -hmm. Our family lives all over the country and then we're so busy that we don't have time to invest even in our own church. And then we wonder, why don't my kids, aren't they communicating with other people? Or, you know, do I have to let my kids be with other adults? You know, what's the value in that? They should be with me. I'm the parent. Uh, Yeah, I think it adds a richness when they get to be with other adults. But I think the Latin community, your community is teaching us that. I mean, in the Latin community, aunts and uncles are vested. The downside of the Latin community is you're in each other's stuff all the time in the family. But the upside (laughs) is you're in each other's stuff all the time. I mean, with the stuff comes the awesome. And these kids know that they know that they know. I got an uncle that will be at my games. I got an aunt that will be helping get ready for the wedding. I mean, Mm -hmm. all this that the non-Latin community can learn a lot from, Mm -hmm. that there is this extension and being involved in a Latin family as we are, where people, I hear one of these kids call everybody uncles and aunts, and I realize they're not all uncles and aunts, but they've just been all grown up together, went to high school together, and they know each other. And so they might as well be now that they're in their 40s and 50s. We need extended family, but we need extended family that doesn't say children should be seen but not heard. We need people around us that actually take the time to pull from our kids. Hey, Bob, I've got five extra tickets to the game. I'm taking these kids. Can Roby go? And it's a guy I know. It's a guy we're vested in each other's lives, and absolutely thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. I want my son and my children to be able to have that person to call to mm-hmm. communicate with mm-hmm. when they have one more adult investing in them. But again, like you said, you've got, got to be active in your church to make that happen. Yeah. And you've got to choose that this is important. Communication is one of the bar none most important things you'll ever do with your children. If they can't express their feelings, if they can't express an opinion, if they can't look you in the eye, they will never be a leader, no matter how much education they have. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting that watching great communicators, they end up leading and hiring highly educated people to do the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. They will never be successful at a marriage. How many women have I heard if he just talked to me? He just never talked to me. We, we led separate lives until one of us got in trouble. Mm -hmm. And they will have a very difficult time as far as employment is concerned, not being able to communicate. But the other thing is they'll be very jammed up emotionally Mm -hmm. because they don't know how to go sit with somebody or another guy and talk. And this is more significant for men than women. I marvel at women that can go out and sit at a restaurant and talk. It just blows (laughs) me away. I marvel at women calling Rosemary and saying, can we get lunch this week? And Rosemary saying yes. And me saying, what did she want? Well, she wants lunch. Did you ask her why? No, she just wants lunch. So she just wants to hang with you and lunch. There's no agenda. Well, I don't know, but she just wants lunch. I marvel that you all do that. I marvel that your gender does that. (laughs) If a guy calls me and says, can we get lunch? I'm going to say, yeah, what's up? If he says, hey, I I don't know. I just want to know you better. I just want to bond. I'm not going to that lunch. (laughs) That lunch is far too scary for me. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes, what just want a bond? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're bringing other people. I can't mm-hmm. do this. And so in the male culture, because we don't know how to do that, we get in a golf cart. We have to decide to hit a ball 18 holes to accomplish something while we're talking. We right. get in a fishing boat. Right. We have a hard Some time. kind of competition. Well, there. yeah, we have a hard time just sitting in a park on a bench actually talking to each other. I want to raise a child who can do that. Does this tie anything with the little kids who are so shy? And have a problem talking to adults. They just don't want to talk to any other adult except their parent. And they'll talk to other kids, fine, but not to adults. I think some kids are just shy. I I think we're a little hard on some kids. I think I want to teach my children to look adults in the eye. Mm -hmm. I want to teach my children to answer questions. And you've got that one child who is precocious and nails it. You know, they look people in the eye, thank you, sir, no, sir, yes, sir. And then everybody (laughs) thinks, well, you must be an amazing parent. And then you have the other person who looks down and mumbles and doesn't talk. What I want to do is teach that child. And I have to teach that child alone, okay, we're going to practice now, Roby, how when somebody comes up, I'm going to come walking up to you. I don't want to do this, Daddy. This will be hilarious, mm-hmm. Roby. We're going to do it. I'm going to come walking up to you in the living room mm-hmm. here, and I'm going to say, hi, Roby, how are you? And I want you to look up at me and say, I'm fine, sir. Thank you. How are you? I want to practice it and practice it and practice so it becomes easy for you. And that's a first step. I just think some children are shy or mm-hmm. some children are a little more reserved, and we don't want them to miss life by just us saying that's just not who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, there are men I know that can't even look you in the eye. And there are men I know that would just as soon hibernate and talk to tools instead of talk to people. And they're very, very lonely men. And those men can easily get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Even simple things, too, we can teach our kids how to. I remember learning. Don't remember exactly where, but I remember practicing a handshake. Absolutely. You know, practicing. Okay, you're going to kiss on the cheek. That's a Latino thing. Not even that Latino. No, 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 no. no. That was a Latino thing that spilled over. Yeah. And it's very, very interesting. That community communication process of that welcome by the kiss on yeah. the cheek. And, and do you even make the kissing sound? Because you're not really putting your lips to their cheek anyway. I don't even know what to, to do with that. I'm filling anyway. in in a 50% Latin church down in your part of the world. <laughs> That's another and program. I, I've never seen so much hugging, and I'm a German, yes. and I never know whether I first... Awkward. For, yes, yes. Well, I'm awkward anyway. But it's absolutely... And they know it, so they go for broke. Yeah, I, I confessed it from the pulpit. Yeah. I don't know how to do this They hugging. will. They'll put you Done. in those situations. I'm a dead man there. Yes, they die. <laughs> laughing with me. But I think what we have to see is we've got to help this child communicate in public, Mm -hmm. but we've also got to affirm this child when he communicates privately. Mm -hmm. It's such a strategic part. And the kids that hide in texting instead because they don't know how to do this, we've got to still help them take the step of expressing their feelings. That's one-on-one with a parent. Mm -hmm. In our house, it was also one-on-one Tori and Roby, Mm -hmm. putting them in that situation so they can grow up and be communicators or they will be very, very lonely. Some people marry the first person they meet because it's the first person they've ever talked to. Big mistake. Teach your children to communicate. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. If you want to hear this program again or share it with someone, even sign up for the daily email blog that's online at parentingtoday.org. You'll find a wealth of resources, including all previous broadcasts there as well, parentingtoday.org. And for more on Sheridan House Family Ministries, just go online to shfm.org.